Hello, I'm Shelly Till. Welcome to the Too Much Grit to Quit podcast, where I speak to some of the greatest athletic minds about overcoming adversity and building your grit muscle. I was going to give myself a pass this week and not post a podcast because we had a death in my family. But after considering the name of the podcast, which is Too Much Grit to Quit, obviously, and the fact that we lost my uncle, BJ Featherston, and he would kick me in the rear if this was a game day for me and I didn't play in the game. He would absolutely want me to play. So here I am. And I thought, what a better way to record than to talk about his life and his impact on me and on my family. To give you a little bit of background, my uncle BJ, as we always ref- love to refer to him as Uncle Blue, he grew up in a small town. He was one of eight children and they didn't have the most glorious, easy upbringing. And his father, Joe, and his mother, Deanie, uh, ran a tavern in the town that they grew up in. And BJ lost, uh, the family lost their dad very early on. And so he actually ended up moving in with his older sister and her family so he could attend high school in a different town. And he was quite an athlete. And he's the guy, you know, every family member has a glue person or a linchpin. And I would say Uncle Blue was the linchpin, definitely, of our family. And as I mentioned, he was very, very athletic, very gifted, Um, claims that he holds every scoring record at the high school that they went to, but we can't prove it because there are no records kept, but we'll we'll go with that. But he played basketball, obviously, and, and baseball were his two main sports. But he was so good at basketball that he was the first person to actually go on and play. He played at a junior college, in Wyoming and had an opportunity after that to play at Gonzaga, but was drafted into the Vietnam War. So didn't see that dream come to fruition. But upon returning, he ended up getting married. He started a a business, stayed in the tavern business. And if there's one thing that's consistent in small towns, in small communities, it is your family, it is your faith, and it is the local tavern. And so BJ decided to continue the legacy of his father and opened up a a tavern in the small town that I grew up in, which is Epworth, Iowa. If you had mentioned the name of BJ Featherston, after you embraced yourself for the comeback, you realized the impact that he had on his friends, on his family and his community. He was definitely colorful and he, he was definitely the life of the party. And you never quite knew what comeback you were going to get from someone when you mentioned his name. But I mentioned his impact on his friends and his family, but he really had a huge impact on the baseball community. He was an avid L.A. Dodger fan, just like my dad, and they loved manager Tommy Lasorda. And so a bright spot for him was that he was able to witness another Dodger World Series championship this year. But much like B.J., Tommy was known as much for his colorful quotes as for his managerial skills. And Tommy Lasorda once said, I believe managing is like holding a dove in your hand. If you hold it too tightly, you'll kill it. But if you hold it too loosely, you'll lose it. And as those who had the pleasure of playing for BJ in Little League or during his 14-year run as a manager of the Upworth Orioles can attest, there were times he'd come close to killing you, whether it was on the field or in the van ride on the way home after the game. But one thing was certain, if you played for B.J. Featherston, you learned more life lessons than you did about baseball. 
He had a profound impact on everyone who crossed his path. And as I mentioned, he was definitely the life of the party. He was generous to a fault, and he considered everyone to be part of his family. All were welcome to come along for the ride, from the back roads of Dubuque County to baseball fields and stadiums around the country and many places in between. It was definitely a ride of a lifetime. BJ played many roles in life. He was a loving husband. He was a doting dad and brother, but he really shined as our uncle. He took great pride in all of our accomplishments. He would always offer unsolicited advice at every turn and remind all of us frequently to shoot the damn ball. BJ just had a knack for knowing what to say, when to say it, and how to get his point across loudly. The trip down memory lane with him is way too long for me to get into here, but I do want to share a few examples of the profound and sometimes profane impact of Uncle Blue. Let's start with my basketball games back in the late 80s. You always knew just where Uncle Blue was sitting, and so did the referees. One time during my cousin Ryan's college playoff football game, it was painfully obvious to BJ that Ryan was wide open down the field. So BJ felt it necessary to remind the quarterback by yelling, Ray Charles could have seen how wide open he was. Never mind that the kid's parents were sitting right behind him. Once he told my 6'7 son, Riley Till, who plays basketball, give me two weeks and I'll be dunking on you. And this was after his feet were amputated. And if you ever tried to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend while you played sports, he would tell you, you've got to get rid of them so you can concentrate on basketball or whatever sport you were in. For some reason, he always asked us for our coach's phone numbers. Thank goodness no one ever obliged. His support and his unsolicited advice were priceless, and they are one of the memories that we will cherish the most about him. It did not matter the sport or the activity. You could always count on Uncle Blue being there or watching attentively on TV and supporting you in any way. To put it in a nutshell, he always had our backs. I have to share that BJ was quite the innovative businessman too. As I mentioned, we all know about Blue Jays Tap and the stories within those walls will be told for a lifetime. But most people don't realize that he started the trend of sports bars by installing forced TVs and showing different sporting events on all of them. And then he also had the first cable dish and a Betamax player that he would show movies on. These were things you couldn't get at your house. That's probably why he did it, to draw more people in. BJ showed his innovation when he converted one of my uncle's milk trucks to a multi-tapper beer truck, which was then utilized at every baseball and softball tournament you can imagine in the area. And speaking of tournaments, BJ was also responsible for starting entertainment, such as bar-sponsored bowling tournaments and the first Moonlight Golf Tournament. The 4th of July fireworks in our town started in his backyard. It got so big that it had to be moved to the ballpark, but BJ made sure that the fireworks happened on the weekend that the local police officer was gone to National Guard camp. Perhaps his greatest lasting contribution to Dubuque County, Iowa beer drinkers everywhere is the fact that BJ's tap was ground zero for the launch of Bushlight when the local beer distributor convinced him to put it on tap. And the rest, as they say, is definitely history. Family was the cornerstone of BJ's life, and it consisted of much more than just blood relatives. Much like the show Cheers 
Everybody knew your name at Blue Jays, as well as your family, your stories, and where you lived. If you grew up in Upworth between 1978 to 1999, then you were blessed because you most likely had your share of glass bottles of artisan pop, Ms. Pac-Man, and an occasional shaky ride home with your dad. As his daughter Katie wrote in his obituary, Blue Jays Tap was a mainstay of the Upworth community and our family for 20 years. So to ensure that the walls didn't talk, the building was demolished in 1999. My Uncle Stoney said it best. He said, we have a list of BJ stories three miles long, and he crammed 120 years of life into 74. I couldn't agree more. We can all learn valuable lessons from him, namely how to live life with passion, laugh often with your friends, and love your family above all else. BJ's legacy will live on through all of us, but especially through his greatest treasures, his wife Jane, his kids Brian and Katie, and his beautiful grandkids Paige and Drew, and his daughter-in-law Sarah. They will always be the sparkle in his eye. As the late Tommy Lasorda said, I bleed Dodger blue, and when I die, I'm going to the big Dodger in the sky. Tommy has one more standout player to add to his lineup now. We will miss you here, but you will always be alive in our hearts. So just like BJ did, on this day that we will remember and celebrate this man's life in our family, I encourage you to live your life with passion, laugh often with your friends, and love your family. And above all else, no matter what game you're playing, especially the game of life, shoot the damn ball. That's a wrap for this edition of Too Much Grit to Quit on Blue Wire Hustle. I'm your host, Shelly Till. Please join me again the next time and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform.